0: listening to the Art of Kings podcast show, where our mission is to change the world through men's development. If you're interested in mastering self, building generational wealth and creating an impactful legacy, then be sure to hit subscribe and join the strongest family on the face of the earth. Peace family. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show. As always, I'm your host, Sion Stevens. And today we have a very special episode. But first, yeah, y'all, if you're y'all not already subscribed to this episode or to this podcast, excuse me, please pause this episode and subscribe or follow, depending on what platform you're listening to this on. Because shout out to you guys, we have been killing it this new season. So ever since the launch of the third season in, I believe, September, late September, we've been growing across all podcast platforms as well as all social media platforms because with season three we have now been posting every single day so daily reels across all social media platforms so be sure to follow tune in with the community see the posts if you may have missed episodes you can see clips that we've edited to highlight the most valuable parts make them really entertaining for you guys y'all know how all that social media shit looks so we have that going on the social media platforms and on top of it you guys can stay up to date with all things art of kings So I'm not going to dive too much into that. If you want to go check it out, it's at underscore Art of Kings underscore. Jump to today's episode. So you guys clicked on this because it was titled Why I'll Be a Millionaire by 2025 at 22 years old. So I just want to give some context really quickly to why I'm making this episode, because it's obviously not a flex or anything like that. Like if you guys listen to the podcast, you know that money is not really that important to me. I'm really just more interested in mastering my craft, um, creating companies, being able to scale companies, for reasons that I've spoken about on the podcast, but I'll probably make more episodes uh, in the future, and in, in very near future, in fact. So why I'm creating this episode. So I started this episode because I don't typically talk about my age as it relates to anything, but when I was breaking down our numbers for the podcast and for my company, Beyond Athletics, I had a meeting and we were looking at projections going into next year. So we're on track to doing... Fifty to eighty k months consistently throughout 2024, and we expect for this podcast now with the uh, the new studio space, which you guys can see on social media. The new studio space really gives us some leverage to land more brand deals, partner, partnerships, sponsorships, things that we've been working on for a while, and so we expect to land some big deals for the podcast going into next year. So, with all things being finalized, we expect or those two brands or companies combined to be generating north of a million dollars going into 2025. So those are our projections. And when I was having this meeting, like many of my meetings, somebody asked me how old I was. And I was like, I'm 21, which I am. I'm 21 right now. By 2025, I will be 22 years old. And of course, everybody's surprised, like, wow, like 21 years old. Like, that's crazy. That's wild. It's like, how, how, how are you here at 21 years old and it's not financially or or you know as term as as far as the success for the podcast or the company or anything like that goes because we're still relatively new in all those spaces but i think it's more about my approach handling meetings and my focus with a lot of these things people are typically like wow how are you here at such a young age and i get asked that question a lot so i want to break down some of the things that i do that i feel like really separates me from people in my age group, so I'm really thinking anywhere from 20 to 35 years old, somewhere in that age bracket. I think these are the things that I do that really separate me from the rest of them. So when I was planning this episode, because you guys know I'm not a coach or anything like that, I'm thinking about specifically things that I do that when I talk to other friends of mine, they say, what the hell? Like, are you like, are you crazy, bro? Like, who the hell? Like, nah, you're bugging, bro. But these are the things I feel like really separate me, and you don't see them too often. So, hopefully their value. I'm just going to shoot through them real quick. You guys know how the solo episodes go. I'm just going to breeze through them really quickly. So, the first thing that I do is reading. Yo, if I if it wasn't for reading, bro, like we would just not be here right now. You would not be listening to me right now. Reading is so important to everything that I do because that's where I get so much of my information from between reading and listening to podcasts and going to seminars, listening to other people speak, having conversations, different things like that. Yes, those are all great, but reading is the number one thing. So I've been reading consistently every single night for the past, I'd say, four years. In the past two years I've probably read twenty books or so. I probably going on ten this year. Right now I'm reading Think and Grow Rich. So I was leading I was reading that a little bit later as you know that's considered to be a very a must read like a foundational book in business. I'm just getting around to that now but I've read so many books throughout these past couple of years and I've took action on them. When I read them every single night I'm super engaged I'm locked in and the next day I'm normally hit with a different idea and the thing about reading is that A lot of the times for me, at least, it's not like the book is directly giving me an idea that I'm like executing on right after I read it, but sometimes it inspires something in me me, and then that gives me an idea like, oh shit, I need to do this immediately. Like I need to do this tomorrow. And it just gives you so much information, things that you didn't know you needed to know. So I can't really explain or articulate how powerful reading has been for me, but if you know, you know, and if you don't read, the only thing I can say is read bro shit is very important next thing single and that's what I wrote on the notes and I'll explain a little bit more so this is getting more personal for me but I've been single for the past so I'm 21 now I've been single since I've been about 17 years old 18 years old I want to say so the past three years I've been single in the past two and a half years I want to say I haven't even quote-unquote talked to anybody so completely single and not speaking to anybody in an intimate way and I was super intentional about doing that in my, one of my last relationships, actually I just had the urge that like, or the feeling that I was going to be going down a path or a journey that I needed to be alone to go through. So ended that in 20 shit, 20, I believe been single ever since. And I haven't spoken to anybody talked to, you know, as people say now, but you know, talked to anybody in the past two years. And so I feel like that, really is one of the things that separates me because I'm able to remain super focused and I'm not thinking about anybody but myself. Very selfish. It's been a very selfish couple of years and there's really no problem with it. I've been really selfish thinking just about myself, just about my journey. I'm not waking up texting anybody. I don't look at my phone. I'm not actively concerned with anybody or anything else but myself and the businesses. That's all I'm focused with. When you talk to a lot of other people, when I talk to my friends and stuff, who are just getting out of relationships or just stopped, like, they're not talking to anybody anymore. They're always on to the next one immediately, immediately. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, take some time for yourself. Even people in their early 30s who I have conversations with, they haven't been single. I'm like, bro, you need a period of time to be single. That's what I'm realizing right now because it's giving me so much perspective now for the person I want to be in my next relationship. And it's just been... I've been on a journey where I would not have been able to make this sort of progress if I was in a relationship. Now I'm not too bad. I'm not bashing being in a relationship. Obviously that's something I hold very important, but I do believe for myself, at least that there is a crucial part of development that can only be done while you are single. And that's what I've been working to do. And I do believe that that is going to help my next relationship really thrive the way that I want it to thrive. So I also attribute that to the focus I've been able to apply to myself, my self-mastery, and my business, my craft. So next one, gym frequency. So I've, go, I've been going to the gym for the past. I've been going to the gym my whole life, really, because I grew up playing sports and I was working out every single day. But really intentionally for the past, like, five years. And when I say really intentionally, I mean really pushing myself in the gym every single time that I go, like, really really battling, like really making sure that I'm uncomfortable every single session and working to really prove to myself that I'm going to get over every single obstacle that comes my way. And that's like a great way, a great place to practice how tough you are, like a great place to practice your toughness for me. So I've been going to the gym very intentionally for the past five years, not only physically has it been, you know, amazing, but, but for the mental component as well. Like my focus, the way I feel afterwards, like confidence levels. I know a lot of people talk about that, but there's just a bunch of benefits that you get from going to the gym on a consistent basis. And I've been reaping all of those benefits. And again, that's something I think I hold really, or I do, I hold really close to some of the success that we're starting to see now, not just in business, but on a personal level. Next one is no social media. Yo, so I don't even really use social media. I never really have. Actually, growing up, my mom, she was against social media because she was like, oh, like, what is this new thing? You know, like, I'm 21 now. So I remember when YouTube came out, when Instagram first started, all, like, like all of the stuff that's mainstream now happened or started when I was probably in elementary school. And so I remember that transition, and I remember my parents were like, "Nah, this social media stuff is, like, weird like it's new we're not messing with it so while all my friends are like oh new trends blah 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 i was more like uh ah, like i'm not really allowed to use this in elementary school you know i didn't even have a phone and everything that i did have on my little ipod touch was censored so i couldn't download shit no youtube like no i couldn't have my own accounts and stuff like i used to watch youtube videos here and there but i didn't have my own social media accounts to like post my face like that was a big thing like i couldn't post my face Different things like that. But <laughs> so, either ways, I digress. That really got me used to not being on social media. And so, I didn't get social media until later when I was like 13, 14 years old. And I kind of grew on social media at a certain point, uh, on like Snapchat and stuff, and had a lot of followers or friends or whatever the hell you have on Snapchat. And it began to change the way I navigated through life. Like everywhere I went, I would post wherever I would go. Like, what the fuck? Like, why do I have to show y'all everywhere that I go? But, like, I wouldn't go anywhere unless it was, like, postable. Like, oh, I'm not going here. Like, what is there to post about? Or I'm not doing, you know, this because there's nothing to post about. Or I'm only going to this place because I could take a picture of it. Like, it's just no way to live life. Just so toxic and just disgusting. So I ended up deleting social media, all social media. So I was mainly on Snapchat, but I ended up deleting all social media to go back to how I was... Raised, I guess you could say, what I'm used to. And that was great. And so I haven't downloaded social media again until we launched Beyond Athletics and The Art of Kings. So yeah, I'm completely new to the social media game. And we've been able to grow and stuff. Like we have team members who are better with social media. And now when I, I really do study social media more for a business use, but on a personal level, I'm not using social media that often. And so that's one of the things that I really noticed separates me from most of my peers age wise they're constantly on social media and i'm just not and i think that what that provides me is a different level of focus throughout the day like i'm not constantly looking my, at my phone i'm not constantly checking notifications i'm not constantly taking pictures of everywhere that i go i'm able to remain a lot more present and just really embrace all of life which kind of segues into the next topic but No social media, y'all. That's not what I'm on really at all. Um, When I am on it, it's for really good use, which we're going to talk about in this next topic. So presence is what I labeled this one. And I kind of underlined it or put in parentheses, creativity and becoming more of a fan. And so I'm going to break those things down right now. So I've really been intentional about being present over the last couple of years. And what I mean by being present is when I'm doing something, that's the only thing that I'm doing. So for example, you were if you and I were bumping to bump into each other on the street right now and you were to say, Hey, I listen to the Art of Kings podcast or I'm a client of Beyond Athletics or whatever it is, however you might know me, I would stand there and have the conversation with you, assuming that I have the time. So we would have the conversation and I would be completely focused on what You have to say, interested in your perspective as a human, as a listener, as a client, and just listen to what you have to say. Not looking around, not thinking about anything else, completely focused in on the conversation that you and I are having. That's being completely present. So right now, as I'm recording this, the only thing I'm thinking about is delivering a fire episode to you guys and talking about the things that have really helped me throughout these last couple of years to get to where I'm at. Sometimes when I eat, even I'm literally just sitting there and I'm eating. And I know like I know people, nobody really says anything to me when I do that. But I know people be like, yo, what the hell? What is he doing, bro? Like he's just sitting there eating. It seems weird. Right. But it's really not like, can you really think about the last time you just sat eating some food and just looking into the distance, just not doing anything, not even thinking about anything, just thinking about every single flavor that's hitting your mouth. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You know, guys, know what I mean, though. Being just super present in what it is that you're doing. So when I do one thing, that's the only thing that I'm doing. And so that has really helped me in so many categories of life, especially when you dive into business, my focus to execute on ideas, hold meetings, do deep work where I really have to focus and get something done. It's the only thing that I'm doing. It's like a drug. Like When you practice it, it's like you on whatever drug gives you hyper focus. I don't know the names of drugs, but it's like that. It's like a natural way to get hyper-focused. Just practice it over years and years and boom, you're going to be set. So that has really helped with my creativity for this reason, and I'll tell you right now. So once you start to really focus in on doing one thing at a time, the things that you decide to give your energy to and your focus to, or at least for me, this is what has been happening to me, the things that I decide to give my energy and focus to have to be of good quality. They have to be of the highest quality because I'm giving my 100% attention to it. And so now because I'm giving my 100% attention to something, I not only realize when something is of the highest quality, but I can also now better realize when something is of a lower quality. And so now I've been able to filter out the lower quality things because I'm like this is not worth my time or my attention. Now, I, when I focus on the higher quality things, I'm becoming more of a fan of certain things. I'm more into music than I ever have been. Really great music, a very large variety of music. Like, I think I have a pretty eclectic taste when it comes to music. And I've really been diving into, like, chord progressions, production choices, studio sessions, the, where the artist was when they were making the album. Like, a bunch of things that I didn't really think about before. But now that I'm so focused in on the craft as a fan, it's inspiring me in business. And the same thing goes with like fashion. The same thing goes with actual like visual art, like painting, drawing, different things like that. Those all inspire me in the space of business. And so I've really become a fan, and I'm proud to say I've really become a fan of things that I've already been interested in, but now even more. And it's really just helped with my creativity and my inspiration in all facets of life. And so when I talk to other people in my age group, bro, I'm like, yo, what's your favorite art form? Or like, what are you, what really inspires your craft? They're like, bro, what the, what are you talking about, bro? I think I'm like, I'm tripping. And that's why like, it's kind of, I've, I've kind of become unrelatable to a certain demographic. And it's like, bro, what are you talking about? But yeah, I've been on this, I've been on this for a couple of years now. so, <laughs> So I'm really just at a different kind of wavelength right now. But either way, that's something I feel like really distinguishes me because, again, being a fan really helps with my creativity outside of whatever I'm being a fan on, if that makes sense. So next one, working. And so this one has really been a huge one for me, right? This has been a really huge one for me because growing up, and when I say working, I mean outside of Beyond Athletics and outside of the Art of Kings, like actually just, just working. Uh, a different job working for a different company. This has been a huge one for me because it's allowed me to give 100% creative control to the company, to the podcast, because I'm not using the money or as much of the money that is being brought in from the brands. I can just reinvest it and really just execute my creative vision to the fullest. Whereas before, it's kind of like, OK, I have to separate this because not only is this like my source of income, but it's also something that I'm looking to scale. And so the reason that I was so against working for a different company, even though I'm only 21 years old, but the reason I was so against working for another company is that internally I'm like, nah, like I'm a businessman, like I'm the boss, I'm not working for anybody like, uh, uh, you know, all of that stuff that you kind of hear in the entrepreneurial space and the business space. And it's like, to some the whole concept of entrepreneurship is like you don't want to work for anybody that's why you're entrepreneur and although some of that is true a lot of it is bullshit for me I'm really in love with the craft I want to be able to build and scale my visions to perfection to the exact way that I see them in my mind like that is what I'm so passionate about doing and I'll do anything to make that happen so Without knowing any better, I was so against getting money from a company that wasn't mine that I'm like my my stuff was my companies were suffering because I can't put all of the money that I want to back into the companies. So now I'm able to give a full creative or have full creative control over the companies and over the podcast because the money that they make or that they generate, I can reinvest them and then continue to scale them and continue to scale them. Obviously, at a certain point they will be making enough to where I can move on to the next thing and use the funds from that to so on and so forth. It'll be like a snowball effect to where I, then I am just working solely within my own companies and my own visions. But you have to start somewhere. And for me, as somebody who really just is only passionate about or only really focused on scaling the companies, this was a huge one for me. And I actually learned this from reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. He was talking about how significant working for a different company was for him and for his learning and for his space to be like, okay, now I have money from this that I can invest in whatever I'm trying to start and whatever I'm trying to build and grow. So as soon as I learned that, I'm like, bro, what the hell am I doing? Like, what are these false narratives that I'm believing from people who probably aren't even successful? Like, this just, just doesn't make sense. So that's one thing that I really truly think has helped me to get where i'm at and has helped our projections for the next year to come and the last and the final one is and i wrote this verbatim lack of fucks to give (laughs) that's what i wrote on my computer right here but what i mean by that is that over these last couple of years i've really grown the mindset of like i i don't care uh, about pretty much anything but growing and scaling these companies and executing on my visions and mastering my craft. It's pretty much all I care about. Don't care about anything else. I don't care about failing on the road to get there. I don't care about going bankrupt. I don't care about having a terrible credit score. I don't care if I get I don't care if the FBI started hunting me, bro. I, I don't care whatever happens because at the end of the day, I'm always be me nothing's gonna ever change that bro you fail you fall you get back up doesn't mean anything and I feel like subconsciously there was always some sort of connection to my reputation like yo if this fails like like you know I'm not gonna be able to continue or I never really thought that but that might have been like the subconscious like subconscious mind just being like holding holding me back it's hard to articulate but I feel like you guys get what I'm saying. Like, just haven't been held back from anything. Like, I'm literally throwing all at it because at the end of the day, and this is something that really helped me with kind of taking on this mindset, at the end of every year, if I look back at the year and I don't see the growth that I want to see. Or if I don't feel like I absolutely gave my 100% all, there's going to be some sort of regret. And it's not going to come like I said before, from maybe not scaling to a certain amount or not seeing a certain number, but from the fact that it's like, did I drain 100% of my resources into this? If not, then I didn't try my hardest. And I'm not just talking about financially, but time, my actual energy, like me trying my absolute hardest, that I talked to as many people as I could, that I take every single risk every time an idea came to my mind or something that I want to come to my mind, that I just jumped to it. Like that I hesitate Did I think twice. Now I'm in a place where it's like, if I see something I want, I'm jumping on it. Like I don't, it, there's no thought behind it. Super spontaneous. Like I have an idea. I'm executing on it. I have something that I want to share with my team. I'm telling them like whatever it is. And like when I start dating again or doing whatever, if I see a girl I want, I'm talking to her immediately. Like, I'm just jumping on everything because at the end of the day, I'm going to have there. If I lived any other way, there would be regrets. And I'm talking about every single year. But imagine being on your deathbed and you just have the regrets because you're like, yo, you didn't even see how great you could have become in your lifetime. Like, I'm curious to see, like, how grand I could really become, like how much I could really grow, like how much I could even do. I consider myself to be pretty ambitious, but shit, maybe I could grow beyond my ambitions, like you never know, you never know. And so I'm going to explore every single option because I'm curious to see how far I can really take this. So with that being said, those are all the things that I wrote down. So I think it was reading, being single, the gym frequency, no social media, the presence and creativity, the working and uh, not giving a fuck. Yep. Those are all of them. (laughs) So I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next week. Peace. Wonderful, wonderful